Good afternoon, another afternoon song. Sorry, it's been a little bit late again. Yep, that's okay. Yeah, yesterday was a little bit of a rough day, so <laughs> did not get a chance to do record another one after yesterday. So here we are this afternoon. We're in Psalm 13, as Heidi reminded me three times already. <laughs> and then I had to double check again just to make sure that we were right. Anyway, we are in Psalm 13, so go ahead, take a minute to pray before we start. And then, of course, you guys come and join us on Sunday. Um, we do the live where we're just kind of hanging out, chit-chatting on YouTube on Saturdays at noon Eastern time. But Sunday at noon Eastern time, come and join us at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash AP Home Church. And that's where our Home Church um, Sunday service live stream is. So everybody is welcome. We'd love for you to come and join us. If you haven't done so already, make sure you go over there and join into that group. It is a private group. So that way we have a private place where everybody can feel comfortable and open to ask questions and talk and share and things of that nature without necessarily having to put your whole life out there to the internet. So come and join us for sure. So uh, I'm really excited. I can't wait for Sunday. And I've had many messages this week of other people. I have not been excited for a Sunday in so yeah. long. You know, I'm like, I know, me too. Neat. So it's cool. It's been a pretty neat response. So I thank everybody for it. And yeah, getting ready. All right. So chapter 13, verse one. Oh Lord, how long will you forget me forever? How long will you look the other way? How long must I struggle with anguish in my soul, with sorrow in my heart every day? How long will my enemy have the upper hand? I think that can uh, that can label a lot of people's struggles together right there, Absolutely. right? We feel a lot of times like God is not listening, and you feel like you're just struggling so much. You feel like everywhere you look like you feel you're getting defeated no matter where you turn. But David continues on. Verse 3. Turn and answer me, O Lord my God. Restore the sparkle to my eyes or I will die. Don't let my enemies gloat, saying we have defeated him. Don't let them rejoice at my downfall. But I trust in your unfailing love. I rejoice because you have rescued me. I will sing to the Lord because he is good to me. It's funny because we got... I think, I, you know, I noticed this the other day, too. I was, when I was thinking about this, I was like, it's funny how David here, we, we have a whole four verses of this chapter dedicated to him complaining. Yeah. And then two going, but I trust in your unfailing love. Right. I rejoice yeah. because you've rescued me. I'll sing to the Lord. I think that just kind of, how many how many times do we see ourselves crying out to the Lord and, and freaking out to him? Um, everything is awful it's all falling apart where are and you and then you then you're like oh i guess it was okay yeah yeah it's very it's fair boy. very 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 comparable that was the end of chapter 13 these these short psalms are really simple and then psalm 14 here's only uh seven verses so we'll go ahead and go into um psalm 14 too so verse one only fools say in their heart there is no God. They are corrupt and their actions are evil. Not one of them does good. I That's a very famous psalm, Psalm 14.1. 
it's a it's a it's a great reference verse for a lot of different topics. Absolutely. Verse two, the Lord looks down from heaven on the entire human race. He looks to see if anyone is truly wise, if anyone seeks God. But no, all have turned away. All have become corrupt. No one does good. Not a single one. Okay. Do you... Let me go back and read verse 2 again. The Lord looks down from heaven on the entire human race. He looks to see if anyone is truly wise and if anyone seeks God. But no, all have turned away. All have become corrupt. No one does good, not a single one. Paul echoes this in the in the New Testament. It's in Romans. Yep saying that we don't know we are by ourselves we are evil we naturally naturally go against god and we will never naturally choose god our our flesh will not because we are corrupt and no matter what we will always disobey god that is why it's so important to have the savior to have jesus to be able to to conquer the flesh so to speak because without him we cannot and that verse right there is very serious i mean this is people like to congratulate themselves about their salvation and and walk around and want to hear good things and good messages and praise and everything but they forget that the lord looks down from heaven on the entire human race and he sees all of them as corrupt liars and if and we are i mean that's that's just what we are but that i mean none of that is bad news that just points you and your need of christ that that just points you in that direction and just shows you that that i mean that you need him more than you need anything. That's all you need is Christ. Alright. Verse 4. Will those who do evil never learn? They eat up my people like bread and wouldn't think of praying to the Lord. Terror will grip them for God is with those who obey him. The wicked frustrate the plans of the oppressed but the Lord will protect his people. Who will come from Mount Zion to rescue Israel when the Lord restores his people? Jacob will shout with joy and Israel will rejoice. Who will come, Who will from, come Mount from Mount Zion. Zion to rescue Israel when the Lord restores his people? Jacob will shout with joy and Israel will rejoice. That is, it, Psalm 14.7 is a verse that um, we will, we've done a podcast on the kingdom mm-hmm. um, in the end time stuff. Just suggest if you haven't listened to those yet, go back and listen to those because this is one of those very clear verses of visions of the future here. Who will come from Mount Zion to rescue Israel when the Lord restores his people? Jacob will shout with joy and Israel will rejoice. Uh, something we like to do with our kids, it's like our favorite game ever, is reading through really anywhere in the Old Testament specifically, but through the Psalms and finding clues to Jesus. And so 
yeah, we love it. We'll be reading. And Brandon can, some days the kids, you know, they're not totally engaged. And so Brandon will pause and he will read, who will come from Mount Zion? <laughs> you know, and that's like a, whoa, Jesus, you know, like wake yeah. up for the kids. But I love it because we'll be reading. Lily just had a good one. Was it yesterday morning where we're reading through? And she was like, whoa, wait a second. Is that like yeah, when Jesus, was, da, 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 you know, whatever yeah. it was. And we're like, yes, that's exactly it. You yeah, caught that. Did. That's I don't amazing. I what it was, but she did do it. But we yeah, love with has. the kids. I mean, we've taught them to hunt for Jesus because he's mm-hmm. all over in mm-hmm. all of this, you know, and you look and you're like, whoa, in Matthew such and such mm-hmm. or whatever. You know what I mean? Like you start pulling out these different places and you're like, that's what that was talking about. Mm-hmm. It's really cool. And it's like our favorite <laughs> like Bible game that we play every day. Yeah. All right. Anything else for today, mister? Nope. I think that's it. You guys have a great rest of your day and we'll yep. see you all tomorrow. Yep.